if your show is, and your your goal is to interview bigger names, then you want to leverage the fact that you could use video. So you want to have your face and their face together. Let's talk about podcasting and the power of long form audio. Wait, hang on a minute. Isn't this the Engage video marketing podcast? Why, yes, it is. But now with over 2 million audio podcasts published globally and the industry continuing to grow each and every month, what role can video play in building and scaling a top ranked podcast? We'll find that out in today's show. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. G'day, my friends. Welcome back. This is episode 196 of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, and I'm excited that you're here. Thanks for listening to this episode, and for every time you come back and listen to another episode, I seriously appreciate you. Hey, before we get into the show, this, as I said, is episode 196, which means very soon we're coming up to episode 200, which is a milestone to be sure. And something that I want to celebrate with you guys, the listeners of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. So whether you've been listening for a while or you're new to this show as well, I want to invite you to be a part of episode 200. What I want you to do is to go to engagevideomarketing.com slash join 200, engagevideomarketing.com slash join 200. And on that page, There'll be a button you can press to record a short piece of audio, which I will include in the 200th episode. I want to hear from you. What has the Engage Video Marketing Podcast helped you with in your business? What have you enjoyed most about the podcast? What do you want to share to other listeners of this show as well? It's an opportunity to pitch yourself a little bit as well. So go to engagevideomarketing.com slash join 200 to be a part of the upcoming 200th episode of the show. I can't wait to hear your submissions and include you as part of the show. Okay, my guest today is deep in the world of podcasting. Lewis Ryan Diaz is an author, podcaster, and entrepreneur. His agency and consultancy, Podcast Domination, helps coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs launch and grow their podcasts with their white glove done-for-you services and step-by-step mentorship programs. Outside of business, Lewis is a diehard Yankees fan and a marketing nerd who loves learning how to move the needle in business and life. Now, I wanted to invite Lewis on the show today to dive deeper into the power of podcasting in building a brand and a business, and in particular, to explore the role that video marketing can play in scaling a podcast and building an audience. Whether you're a podcaster yourself or you're interested in starting a podcast, or considering guesting on other podcasts as a way to grow your business, then this episode is for you. And be sure to stick around towards the end as Lewis shares the exact process and pitch he used to get featured on this show. And there's a lot to learn from this to help you get featured on podcasts yourself. Okay, let's do this. 
Lewis, welcome to the podcast. Awesome to have you here. Ben, it is good to be connecting with you on this uh, Friday morning. Your your Friday morning, my Thursday evening. So, thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate, excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you here and to dive into the conversation today. So um, before we get into it, and we're going to focus on the world of podcasting, but also video marketing and how these two worlds combine. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation, both for me personally, but also for our listeners here, because you have some interesting experience and expertise around this and insight. So if, if people haven't come across you before, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what's your story? Absolutely. So uh, I kind of fell into podcasting, um, I want to say 2016. So um, before then, I was a personal trainer looking to take my business online, trying to figure out a way to what's the best avenue to get on to um, get in front of more customers online and to build my personal training business, which at the time was my my sole focus. So I tried things like writing blogs. I tried things like uh, running paid uh, paid ads on Facebook um, back early in the day. And um really couldn't figure out what my get a foothold anywhere because I wasn't good at writing. I wasn't good at video. Um, I didn't have this podcast to listen to back then. Um, so I didn't know about it. So for me, podcasting was a way to get into in early 2016, a, a way to get into the online marketing space or to just produce content online where people could find me. Uh, that kind of met my my skills and my strengths, which is talking. Um, back then I wasn't doing video. We weren't doing video podcasts or anything like that. So early on in the game, it was simply just to build my personal training business, which was um, a little just one person operation where um, I helped, I trained mostly men um, to lose body fat. And uh, my first podcast, honestly, Ben failed miserably. And um, okay. it was after 12 episodes, I realized that this was not what I wanted to do. So I scratched that one. Um, and it took a few months off, try to recoup, figure things out and then launch another one, um, which that one essentially started to pick up, pick up some traction. And eventually we monetized or I monetized it through client acquisition and just bringing on or finding that the listeners would reach out to me and they'd want to work with me. So we'd jump on a sales call and then, you know, they end up becoming a client. So, um, that was 2016, 2017 and, uh, after shortly after that, the I'll give you the, the short story. People started asking me how I was doing it, how I was launching, a, doing my my podcast, everything else. So I started to realize that like there was actually a market for this. So um, after a lot of stress, <laughs> trying to figure out which market to go, to I do with the stay with the fitness route or do I do the um, the podcasting thing? A mentor pushed me in the right direction, which was going all in on podcasting and really helping people launch and grow podcasts. And um, since 2017. Um, I've been doing helping people launch and grow podcasts. So that's kind of the, the short story. Um, I wasn't trained as an audio engineer or anything um, from my schooling background. It's honestly just a way it was, a, it was a, a, a means to an end, really. And then it became really what I fell in love with um, after discovering it. Okay, awesome. Thank you for that. So yeah, I'm excited to dive in because, you know, even though this is a video marketing show, and I'm going to ask yeah. you this question in a sec about <laughs> about why podcasting, but the world of podcasting today is mm. has exploded. You know, I think um, you know I've been listening to podcasts for probably six or seven years, but at that stage it was still in its somewhat infancy, I suppose. But right. um, you know, now today I think the stats there's something like over two million podcasts mm-hmm. worldwide. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, over and I, I was researching this yesterday, only about seven hundred thirty thousand of those are actually active. 
mm-hmm. sort of published something in the last 90 days. So what, what do you think it is about, about podcasting as a form of marketing or communication or content creation? Why is it so powerful? That's a great question. There's a lot of answers. I think there's a lot of things I discovered as a listener because I was a listener for two years before I launched my own show. But I think it's the level of intimacy you get to have with somebody without interruption. Like we all go on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok and there's a lot of distractions, a lot of things going on with your eyes visually um, and also what auditory, like what you're hearing. So with podcasting, you can be very intimate with a lot of people. Um, and I think I've heard, I first heard Pat Flynn say this in 20, in 2018 at podcast, uh, at, um, podcast movement. And that was, um, podcasting is the ability to scale intimacy. So you're having thousands of one-on-one conversations with people and that's hard to do inside of other mediums because a lot of other mediums are often busy and they're often, um, filled with other people's messages. So the ability to be on someone's walk with them or to be inside of their ears when they're maybe taking a shower or they're doing their laundry or they're taking their kid to school. That is, um, that's the, those are the places that usually video or other, other mediums can't go. So I think podcasting for me as a, as a, a person who listened to them for a long time and got a lot of value out of them, that's where I found the most, I enjoyed the most out of it. And I think for a lot of our clients, what we're seeing with other people is like, they listen to the podcast and then they'll get, they'll have, they'll form like a relationship with you, even though you don't even know them. And that's the power. Um, that is really what I find to be within podcasting is be able to have the intimate conversation with someone that you don't even know, which is what, yeah. yeah, really transfers over into everything else. Yeah, absolutely. I think where I find the superpower of podcasting and the reason why I've, as a video marketer, my focus in content creation. I mean, mm-hmm. I am focused on my YouTube channel as well, but right. my main form of content is this audio podcast. You know, we, we do use some video components of the podcast recording, but we're going to talk about that later as well. But it, it this is primarily an audio podcast. And mm-hmm. what I think the superpower is and why I love this medium so much is the, the attention that you can mm-hmm. gain from an audience, you know, simply yeah. the, attention and retention, you know? So when we think about video to get a, you know, 10%, 20%, 50% retention on a short form video that's two, three minutes long yeah. is great, you know? But podcast retention, people, if they're interested in the content, will listen to an entire episode most mm-hmm. of the time. Exactly. Um, and often those episodes can be 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes long or longer in some cases. So that's what <laughs> yeah. I think is so powerful about it is, is you get that intimacy, you get that personal connection, but you also get that retention of attention, which mm-hmm. I think just can't be, it can't be found in other forms of content creation. Yeah. If you think about how much it would cost to have to get someone to listen to a webinar that long these days through paid media, it would, it's, it's a, it's a steal. Um, if you compare it to other forms of media or where, or you're trying to get people to show up to listen and pay attention to you, the ability to have someone listen to you for that long without paying, uh, in most cases, at least is, uh, is, is pretty good, um, yeah. to say the least. So I agree. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about when it comes to, um, podcasting today, 2021, you know, yeah. I think, um, maybe it's because of coronavirus or maybe because of 
a number of factors in the world today, but uh, the interest in starting a podcast seems to be kind of going through the roof. You know, yeah. everyone's kind of saying, "Let's." Start, you know, I think you should start a podcast. Everyone's wanting to start a podcast, and yeah. I know listening to this podcast to this podcast, many of them are probably thinking about, "Should I start a podcast?" So let me ask you the question of who should start a podcast, and is it too late to start a podcast? Or you know, what, yeah, what would the, you say to that? <laughs> ben, this is the third time I've had this question asked me today. Um, today alone. You so you I, should, I love this should it. be a good answer then. I'm hoping it's going to be <laughs> yeah, a really good answer. Yeah, third time's a charm. So, <laughs> um, so it's not too late to start a podcast. The question you have to ask yourself is, are you able to stick it out for a year? Are you able to dedicate a year to putting in the work, showing up, um, building this platform, um, and, and all that goes along with it, to make it to give it a standing chance. If you're not like if you're not dedicated to do that right now, that's totally fine. Come maybe come back to it or revisit it in in a in a couple months or maybe a year from now. But that's the question I always I, I like to tell or ask people like, are you willing to do this for a year? Um, and another uh, this is random, a little random, but um, as of this week um, or as of Tuesday of this of this recording, we um or. Apple just announced they're going to have uh, uh, paid subscriptions for yeah. for podcasts. So now there's even probably even a more of a rush or a more of like look more people looking over the hedges wondering, oh, it's now the time to start a podcast. So it's definitely not too late. It's more of like question is, are you willing to start give it that year um, and putting the work to build the platform, just like a YouTube channel, like like YouTube yeah. um, is, is is huge right now and i heard someone i was watching a youtube video the other day someone i think it was um sean cannell um asking whether or not is it too late to start up start a youtube channel same thing um just depends on if you're willing to put the work in yeah i agree it's exactly the same thing because those who put the work in and get over that um that slow burn start, which yes. both YouTube, from my experience, YouTube and podcasting in both of those worlds, in my experience, is a slow burn. You often feel like you're doing it for for no one to start with. And <laughs> yeah. what I actually say to people around that is in both cases, podcasting or, or YouTube, is you need to do it for yourself first. You know, you need mm -hmm. to be doing it because of something that, it, that you gain from it. Whether and the reason why I started a podcast in the first place was I gained from the conversations and connections I made with guests that I invited on. Right. You know, hopefully some people listening gained from the value of those podcasts as well. But, you know, that's what I was personally gaining. That's what kept me going, even though the download numbers weren't reflecting the effort, I guess, that I was putting into that. But as you keep going and you get closer and closer to uh, you know, that year mark, and that is a, yeah. a, a fair indication of what it can often take. Yeah. You'll start to get traction. You'll start to get feedback from listeners and, and that then motivates you. That then fires you up, which, which then becomes your fuel to motivate you to keep going. Was that your, is that your experience as well, Lewis? Yeah. Yeah. So I think to your point, Ben, the biggest thing, especially if you're a, a, a marketer or an entrepreneur or someone using video marketing, the, in the beginning, a lot of the podcasts, like the biggest benefit of the podcast is going to be for you and the relationships you create out of it, the skill sets you get out of it as an interviewer. Um, there's ways to monetize it, of course, but I mean, for, for those who want to have like, are looking for the long term and looking to have longevity in podcasting, it's, it's definitely like you're saying, it's like the first year is going to be relationships, um, building the foundation, figuring out what kind of content works, what doesn't work, how to position the podcast. Um, and then there's, I mean, for me, like, this year we've done a bunch of tweaks with our show and um, 
I, I find that it's, it's that slow burn, but also like being able to quarterly or by year, by yearly, look at your show objectively and, uh, and make tweaks. Okay. Let's optimize the intro. Let's change the artwork. Let's tweak the title. Um, small things like that to continually get better. I find over time is what, um, what really what makes the show better and ultimately gross. Um, and with all the bigger podcasts that I've talked to the same thing, they're always hungry to look to like, what's the 1% tweak we can make, but it's not all at the same time, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's over, it's over time that they're doing this. They're not trying to do all this stuff overnight. Yeah. Cool. Great advice. So this is a video marketing show and we're talking about podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. think actually, before I ask the question I was going to, I'd love to hear from you. Like in mm. the, the early, early stages of Apple podcasts, um, there was video podcasts, you know, I remember watching a number of, a number of video podcasts, which kind of disappeared for a while, but thanks to particularly YouTube and so on, many podcasters starting to bring back video podcasts, think Joe Rogan and, and so mm -hmm. on. Um, where, where do you think the role of video podcasting sits today in the wider world of podcasting? That's a great, I like, I love that question because video podcasting is almost like a lost art. <laughs> I feel like for, for a little bit, it had a, had a, a had like a, uh, a thing there, but then you said it died away. Um, video podcasting for me, I find it incredibly useful in, in one of two, in two scenarios. Number one, if you're interviewing, if your show is, and your, your goal is to interview bigger names, then you want to leverage the fact that you could use video. So you want to have your face and their face together. Um, yeah. some, there's some really good podcasts out there where they've been built specifically off video podcasting because um, they simply leverage the name of the names of big, big people, put that on YouTube, and then their name and their credibility and authority rose in, in, uh, in conjunction with that. So if you're doing an interview show where your goal is to interview big name people in your space and in your industry to get that credibility and that authority and that trust factor, then video podcasting is the definite way to go because you want to be able to leverage that. And the cool thing is, and you know, this Ben, when you have that content, what can you do with it? Well, you can run ads to that. Um, my friends, Matt and Joe from uh, hustle and Flowchart, they do a great job of running ads. Um, they'll take like an, an interview from like, say they interviewed Pat Flynn, they'll take a snippet from that and they'll run ads to that, um, to their, his audience using that clip of him. So there's tons of different things you can do with that content. So if you're doing an interview show, that's definitely one. Um, if you're somebody who can do content on the fly and you're very good on your feet, kind of off the cuff and you can shoot a five minute video, um, on your phone and you're totally fine with doing that. I know not everybody's okay with doing that. Some people are a bit more more plan and they want to have it, have a, have more, be more strategic. But if you can, if you're, you like that kind of off the cuff type of content, then I think video podcasting is great as well because you can just pump out so much content and then you just have someone simply strip that audio and then you're good to go. You've got a podcast and you've got, you're building a, um, you're building a pod, uh, a YouTube live theory as well. Someone who comes to mind, um, and he, I think he's, yeah, he's awesome. He's from, He's from down under too, as uh, Taki Moore. So I'm not sure if you're familiar yeah. with Taki Moore, but Taki's yeah. great with that kind of short form video audio content. Um, so it can work with both with both both of those two types of shows in particular. Um, when it comes to yeah, like where where is video podcasting sit? And I don't know if 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 you Ben have ever um, like uploaded a video podcast onto iTunes or Apple. Um, but I know for one of the things when we first looked at doing it early, early on was the fact that the hosting costs were 
very, very expensive if you're going to try and upload a video podcast. So that's why most people don't do it. Obviously, now you just upload that to YouTube and there's no cost involved, which is awesome. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 where your YouTube, your your video podcasts are going to live. They're not going to live on your Apple's or Spotify or anything like that anymore because it's way yeah. too expensive to do that. Yeah, well, that was actually, you talked about your failed first attempt at podcasting. My, uh, well before starting the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, I experimented with a video podcast, which is basically mm. uh, interviews, three camera shoots in our studios, oh, wow. lots of production put into it. We only got to about six episodes because it was just too much effort. <laughs> that was um, exactly but that was uploaded <laughs> as as a video podcast on, on iTunes. Um, oh, gotcha. Which I don't think you can even do anymore. Is that is that right? I don't think so. No, no. Um, yeah. to my knowledge. No. So, so but, when uh, we talk about video podcasts, as, as Lewis is referring to there, it's basically a podcast form of content creation, but using video um, as a medium. So using YouTube, longer form YouTube interviews or shows, I guess, uh, in the same way that you would a podcast, just turning a camera on effectively when you're recording a podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. And obviously you can scale the production up. There can be different ways of doing different things in production. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting. I'm interested to hear from you, like when it comes to the role of video in scaling a podcast, can you walk us through some ways that you see that people having success with that, whether it be it's an audio podcast is what they're trying to grow and how can they use video to boost subscriber numbers and downloads and grow their audio podcast? Mm. Or alternatively, if it's a uh, video type podcast, like we talked about, right. um, how can we leverage the video content to grow? Yeah. So I think the, the most successful way I've seen it done. And we'll take it from the, from the approach of a, of a video show. So if you're, if you're doing an interview or an interview show, for example, and you have guests on, um, like we just mentioned with Matt and Joe, one of the simplest things they do. And I've, I think I've, um, appreciated about them is that they'll run traffic. They'll take like, for example, a dollar a day or $2 a day. They'll take that video interview that they've done uh, cut out a clip from it. Um, let's just say we'll pick it, we'll pick Pat Flynn for, for example's sake. Um, again, and they'll run that small clip for one or $2 a day against that to, towards that person's audience or Pat Flynn's audience. And that's a way to a use, recycle that repurposed content, that, that video interview. Um, and then put it in front of his audience who already knows, likes, and trusts him. And now they're going to be able to engage and, f and find and discover Matt and Joe, which for me is uh, looking at that um, is a really, really simple and genius way. If you're familiar with Facebook paid advertising, um, you can do the similar, similar things I'm sure on like on YouTube paid ads as well. Um, I haven't seen it tried, but I'm sure that there's ways to do it out there with same using the same mini clips that you're taking from the interview shows um, and putting them in front of that, that person's audience, um, or also retargeting your audience. So if you have, say, a, if you have a pixel on your Facebook, on your a Facebook pixel on your website, you can take those smaller clips and re retarget your own traffic, um, for people who haven't listened to the podcast. Cause maybe you've getting, you're getting 10,000 hits on your website, but maybe only 3000 people actually know you have a podcast. That's very, very common. Cause some people just don't listen to podcasts. Other people just are new to your world and they don't know everything that you have to offer. So um, for me, those are using those mini clips um, is on paid advertising. One or two dollars a day uh, is is a really, really simple way to get started. Um, another way 
by lever through leveraging the video is obviously, um, and this takes a little bit more time, but when you have a video podcast going out, um, there's certain types of, there's certain uh, apps that can do this, but if you have an, an editor or someone else in your team who can do this, cutting out several mini clips to share with the, uh, share with the, um, the guests is a simple, simple way. Um, however, getting them to actually share it is the hard part, right? Yeah. So, yep. um, one of the things I've found that works better than sending them an email or anything like that is just upload the actual images into Facebook Messenger or Instagram Messenger. That way they have it inside the platform so that they can download it there and just reshare it. Um, that way it's, it's making, it, making it as easy as possible for them to take the content you've already created and recycle it and, and use it to promote. Um, so for, for in, in terms of leveraging the video portion, um, those are two definite ways you can, you can repurpose that, uh, podcast content. Yeah. I love that. And I love that takeaway of making it easy for your guests to be able to yeah. share the content on their own platforms. Cause that, that is the way to grow a podcast. I believe is leveraging other people's audiences yeah. and doing that either through targeted paid campaigns, like you say, targeting other people's audiences, mm -hmm. your guests, um, or leveraging them to share to their own audiences. I think that is one of the best ways to grow a podcast. So I, I kind of, the, the power of video and the reason why I always record video alongside these interviews, like we're doing right now um, with yeah. Lewis, it, even though I don't always, um, and we can talk about this idea of building a workflow around it, but even though I don't always get to get the time and, and am able to repurpose the video that we're recording, yeah. I always have that up my sleeve. I always have that ability to, if there's some some nuggets of valuable information that a guest shares or some extracts that we can use, then I'm looking for the ability to do that because I see video as a, a pillar form of content. If you didn't mm -hmm. have the camera on, you weren't recording the video when you spent that time with your guest, you just can't repurpose yeah. it in video. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's um that's why I recommend kind of recording on on camera where you can. So you talked about those little extracts, right? Those little mini clips. Um, uh, what would you kind of, how would you recommend that someone takes their lo their longer form podcast recorded on video as well? And, mm -hmm. and how, how can they then kind of repurpose that content and use it in a bunch of different ways? Can you walk us through like a workflow or a process mm -hmm. that you would recommend? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll share with one, assuming that the, they've recorded a video podcast and now it's time to kind of take it through the entire production. Um, I'll, I'll share kind of how we do it. Um, and this yeah. will include a couple other pieces that, that weren't mentioned, but, um, um, after you've recorded that first, that long form podcast, typically what, what I'll do is our editor will do the, um, cleaning up of the audio and the video. So adding the intros, outros and clips. So then, so once he's he's done, you'll have a fully produced video podcast. The next person in line is the person who's actually going to listen specifically for the clips. So having somebody or yourself pick out several clips to actually cut and produce. Um, the reason why we do that after the audio is edited and produced is that is that way the everything is polished. So the the it's been EQ'd, it's been it's been adjusted for the levels. It's everything has been touched up already. So that whenever we cut these clips out it's going to be really clean and crisp audio as well. So yeah. we'll do the full um, production and then we'll cut out the clips of those. And typically um, when it comes to cutting out clips, 
Um, one of the things I've seen that that works is you always want to lead with something that's shocking or something that is going to be contrarian to the status quo. So, for example, um, a, a very good marketer in, in, in North America named Joel Irway, he believes in um, he doesn't believe in lead gen, which is as a marketer, it's like he like he does. But he, he the way he positions it, it's like you shouldn't do lead gen if you're not making X amount of money. Um, so that's a very contrarian statement, like you shouldn't do yep. lead generation like that's crazy right it's like the lifeblood of your business so a contrarian clip like that would be great to run on social media or something similar to where it is very very against the grain of what everyone else is saying um so yeah. the so in terms of workflow fully polished audio and video then cutting out two or three of these clips that are contrarian or that are very very shocking or things that are going to grab people's attention when they're scrolling um after that, the having the next part of the, of the process for me is doing the show notes. So having someone listen and record and jot down the intro or a brief description, a couple of the key points, um, pulling out some links that were mentioned or websites and things that were mentioned um, is the next part here, which obviously, as you know, Ben, like you can use that for captions on social media. You can use that on, you can use that for email. You can use that for, um, blog posts, which is, which is great. So there's a lot of multi-purposing, uh, content there. You can use that for, um, and then the really, truly the last part of, of this is just getting it all into or an organized flow or an organized section inside of your, inside of a G drive or Dropbox or wherever you want to go. But for me, that that's the whole process. So it goes from complete the audio, uh, fully edit it, record it or edit it down. So it's polished, then pull out the clips, then create the show notes and emails and whatnot. Um, and then you're done. And that's typically going to take seven to 10 days for most people. If you have like multiple people on the team working, um, within each process or each, each part of the process. Yeah, cool. Yeah, definitely something that I recommend that you have a team do. <laughs> you know, it becomes definitely <laughs> yeah. overwhelming if you're a solo podcast host and you're trying to do everything yourself. Yeah. It becomes very quickly overwhelming. So very much something that can be supported by virtual assistants, for example, or mm -hmm. or a team. Yeah. So I'm interested, like uh, you didn't mention what's often called audiograms um, there. So oh. <laughs> audiograms for those listening. I mean, maybe yeah. Lewis, if you can describe what an audiogram is and, and what do you think about about audiograms in promoting podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. So audiograms, I apologize. Yeah. When I, when I mentioned pulling out those clips, those video clips, some of those could be audiograms for sure. Yeah. So those clips could be either video clips where they're 30 seconds, but there's actual video or sometimes just audio like you said, with just a still image in the background. Um, audiograms for me, I don't, it's, it's tough because when you measure the actual click through, like you can't, it's really hard to say, Hey, audiograms drive downloads or audiograms drive subscribers. Yeah. So there's no actual evidence that I've seen that shows that they actually work in that realm. So when I tell, when I talk to clients, I'm, I, I tell them like, look, the audiograms are great and for social media, and they're going to let people know that you have a podcast However, it's not going to drive people from Instagram or Facebook to your podcast. It's going to, maybe it'll do that for like one to 2% of people, but it's not going to drive a whole lot of people over there. Um, it's going to let them know it's going to, it's going to maybe stop there in the scroll, maybe have them bounce around your page a little bit more, but it, it's not going to be something that's going to make a big jump in, in engagement in your podcast or subscriber or downloads or views. So for me, it, it works as a, almost like a billboard say, Hey, like we have a podcast. So whenever you're interested in listening to the podcast, 
this is a show you should consider. Um, and it's more one of those things about for planting seeds, because I've never seen it to be something that dries, drives people, uh, you know, from their daily scroll on Facebook to over to listening to a 35 minute podcast. I just haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but it is like they are good for creating content. And if you're creating a podcast and you want to leverage that content everywhere else, then making audiograms, um, I think it's headliner. Yeah. Headliner is, is the, probably the main biggest, uh, there's a couple other ones out there that I've, that I've seen or heard of, but headliner is the one we use, um, when it comes to creating, uh, really high quality audiograms, that's one to check out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we use we use Headliner and we create audiograms for every episode, gotcha. um, because it is simple to do. Like, and yeah. that's you know, <laughs> when you can make things easy uh, and content creation easy, then I recommend doing that. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so I have a VA that works with us on the podcast who who creates audiograms. The benefit of the audiograms, obviously, is it's very much just like a a. Uh, social media image post, but it's tapping into the power of video in the algorithm, you know? So um, until there's a native way to share audio extracts um, (laughs) in social media without some kind of visual with it, which I don't see that they're necessarily going to do, then the audiogram basically just allows you to promote the podcast's release, Mm -hmm. um, but to do that in the form of a video because effectively an audiogram is a video post. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that they're worth doing. I agree with you that it's hard to see if they actually do lead to, to downloads, but um, I believe that it's, it's a way of staying top of mind and reminding yep. people there's a new episode out and here's the guest and this is what we talked about so they can remember to click play next time they're listening to a podcast. That's yep, my exactly. thoughts on it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And discovery, yeah. well, they'll they'll also help with discovery. So if you're getting on like found, like I've seen some audiograms get uh, land on like the, the discovery page of Instagram. So that's that's how I've discovered some other podcasts that I've checked out. So there is a discovery element to it. So if you land on on that on the page on discovery page, um, there's some there's like a lot of benefits for audiograms in that realm too. Very cool. Just um, as we kind of move into a close here today, Lewis, I'd love to flip the switch a bit and talk sure. about the value of guesting on podcasts. So let's, um, for, for someone listening who maybe is thinking, oh, I'm not interested in starting a podcast and committing to a year of creating content. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. think of anything worse. But there is a lot of value to appearing on other people's podcasts to grow your own business, your reach, your influence, your audience. So can you talk to us about the value that you see in guesting on podcasts and how people can best get that, get those opportunities on podcasts that they are wanting to be on. Yeah, for sure. So, um, first of all, I have to thank you, Ben, cause you, you, the one who, after watching your, some of your content, um, I learned about Vidyard, which is what I use now for a lot of podcast guesting and, um, just shooting personal videos to people and saying just like, Hey, I've been watching your show. I appreciate your content. Um, I think I, there's a place where I can add value and totally up to you, but here's what I'm, here's what I propose. So podcast guessing, I probably, I probably unsold a lot of people on podcasting when I told them they had to stick to it for a year. (laughs) But, um, when it comes to podcast guesting, there's a tremendous value in being found. I know you mentioned, uh, Ben, you uh, may have remembered me from ask Pat when I was on ask Pat about maybe one or two years ago. So there's a lot of new exposure you get 
to in front of new audiences with with podcast guesting um if you my biggest tip if you're going to go into this is to go to listennotes.com um and uh what you want to do is sign up for a paid premium membership it's like 16 or to 25 dollars us dollars and uh what you can do with that is you can search for a specific niche. Let's just say social media marketing, and you can find all the podcasts in there. You can get all of their information, get their email, you can get their website links, you can get their podcast link. And with that, you can actually reach out to all those people. And all you need is like, a, what I did was I got, I had my, my executive assistant. Um, I paid for a three day membership. I had told her, I say, for the next three days, go and get as many people under these topics as you can and put them on a spreadsheet. So we put them on a spreadsheet and then we decided to uh, make individual custom like pitches to each one of these guests, each one of these um, podcasts. So my biggest tip is to go to listennotes.com and, and do that. And that way you can build yourself an internal um, database of podcasts that you would want to go on. And then when it comes to, to, uh, to pitching them, um, personal video for everybody, uh, no matter how big or small or how nervous you are, <laughs> um, personal video for everybody. Um, for the video creators listening to this this podcast, this is not going to be an issue for you guys. Um, and then also making it really easy for the guests. So you don't want to leave anything out. You want to make sure they know that you've if you've been featured on another podcast, you want to make sure they know that um, that you understand their audience and you understand how exactly how you could add value to this audience. So proposing to them a few different topics that you could talk about and even giving them the exact titles of those episodes. Like, hey, here's some titles we could name this episode. Um, giving them links to other places you've been featured so they can hear you on the podcast or do you, hear you while you're doing an interview so that they have some confidence to know that, hey, this isn't your first rodeo. Um, and I think really and truly also the fact, one last thing I'll add in there is too, because I'm a podcaster as well. And Ben, you're going to be, hopefully be on my show soon. Um, and uh, one of the things is, is always, is always important is letting them know that, Hey, you're going to share this podcast as well. And because we all as podcasters know, it's hard to get people to share your show. So if you show them that, Hey, you're going to promote your podcast, their podcast, their podcast in front of your audience, that's a big leg up. And that's going to help them say, okay, like it's probably a good idea for me to interview this person. So in terms of interviewing or getting on other podcasts, those are some, some hopefully some tangible, actionable tips that um, people listening out there can definitely go and implement today. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Really good. And I love the use of personalized video there and tools like Vidyard enable, enable that. Um, I've had success myself just using um, Instagram direct message videos mm. as well. Just, you know, personally reaching out and thanking someone for the value they provide through their podcast and um, just building that relationship. Right. Yep. And let me just tell for everyone listening, um, exactly what Lewis described there is is exactly how he, he approached <laughs> yeah. me to to come on this podcast here. Um, actually, I'd I'd love if if you're okay with it, Lewis, if we could maybe even uh, copy your your email that you sent to me into the show notes for people who are interested to maybe just see an example of a great podcast pitch. Yeah. Is that okay with you? A absolutely. You yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. That's actually a great, that would be a great addition and, um, to the, what, to the show notes. So I love that idea. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll do that. And, um, and you'll be able to see exactly kind of how, how Lewis recommends pitching and, and how he does it himself as well. You'll find that at engagevideomarketing.com slash episode one nine six. Yeah, got that right. Phew, just checking. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Episode 196, 196. Um, so 
Lewis, just to, just to wrap up here, I, I just want to hear from you as, as someone deep in the world of podcasting, where, where do you think the world of podcasting is going and, and what is the opportunity for someone who hasn't yet started a podcast and is thinking that it is something that they can commit to and, and want to dive into? What would you say to that person? I would say it's getting very interesting right now with a lot of these platforms enabling monetization. Um, if you look at all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, podcast, now with Apple Podcasts, they're all enabling some kind of way for the creators to monetize, which now and now allows you with a voice, with an expertise in some niche or market or area to profit or to monetize your expertise in various different ways. So it's an exciting time because um, I know with Apple doing this, this is going to bring a lot more, a lot of other people or a lot of other um, Spotify and all these other people or brands are going to do the same thing. Um, so it's an exciting time. And if you have a voice, a message, if you've been um, following this podcast for a bit and you're already starting to create YouTube content and video content, then there's definitely an opportunity for you in podcasting. And um, you don't need to go all in, go all in today or, you know, you can take it at your own pace. But um, it is getting interesting. <laughs> I will I will leave you with that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love podcasting. It's a medium that I consume as a listener, mm -hmm. um, voraciously, but it's also something that I love creating for our audience as well. And what fires me up is, is when people come back to me and say, thank you for the content mm -hmm. that I create here. So I just want to say to you, Lewis, thank you for helping me create this piece of content today and, uh, being part of the engaged video marketing podcast and hopefully inspiring people, whether they're podcasting themselves or thinking about it, or whether they're working with clients podcasting mm -hmm. to help them understand the role that video can play in growing and scaling their podcast. So thanks for your insight today. Before you leave us, can you let us know where if people want to find out more about you and follow what you've got going on, maybe shout out your podcast as well so people can go and have a listen. <laughs> Where's the best place for people to find you? It's probably a good idea to shout out my own podcast. Yeah, I don't do that enough. Why not? <laughs> yeah. podcast. Um, so the podcast, our podcast domination show, no, the just podcast domination show is the is uh, my main show. Um, the one will hopefully Ben will be on soon to talk about YouTube and video yeah, marketing. Love to. Um, and uh, outside of that, I am most active on Facebook. So if you just um, search Luis Ryan Diaz, I am probably. Yeah, most active there or just the podcast is always coming out with new episodes weekly. All right, guys, as he said, he is Luis Ryan Diaz, podcast domination show. Go and check him out. Have a listen. And uh, Luis, thank you for joining me here on the show. It's been awesome. Ben, thanks for the opportunity, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much again to Lewis for joining me here on the show. And as I said, if you go to engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 196, you'll get all the links that we talked about in this episode. And also you'll be able to read the exact pitch email that Lewis sent to me to get onto this show. And you'll be able to take away a lot from that as well. So go to engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 196. And while you're there, Remember, if you want to be part of episode 200 coming up very soon, then you need to act now. You need to go to engagevideomarketing.com slash join 200 to be a part of the 200th, 200th episode of the show. 
All right, I appreciate you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's show, as always, leave a rating and a review. Seriously appreciate it. And I can't wait to be back with you next week for episode 197 as we get closer to that big 200. Um, And thanks again for being a part of this show and a listener to this show and part of the Engage Video Marketing community. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you. I'll be back with you next week.